you ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of New Zealand, Spain, and Austria, and the states of California, Kansas, and Connecticut. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most wisely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. My August column in Dallas Yoga Magazine is now available in print and on the web. As Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, I'm answering your questions in my Ask Dr. Paula monthly column. Please click on the Ask Dr. Paula email link on this page to send me your questions. I'll answer them on the air or in the magazine. And just go to DallasYogaMagazine.com to read my August column and all my previous ones. As always, please let me know what you think. I love hearing what's on your mind and heart. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Walk the labyrinth. Find a labyrinth in your area, indoors or out, and walk it. Before you enter it, say a prayer asking for what you want to release and receive. As you walk into the center, you will release what you no longer need. In the center, you will hear answers from your higher self, from God, your guides, and angels. As you walk out, you will be lighter and move more into your true self. I love the labyrinth and have been using it for over 20 years. It has helped me walk into the unknown 
during some of the most challenging times in my life. I chose this tip for today's show because our guest, Estelle Frankel, uses it in her new book. She even has a picture of a finger labyrinth that's large enough for you to work with at home. I have been on several retreats with the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris, who popularized the labyrinth in current times and was the second guest on my radio show. Being able to hear the still small voice within and guidance from above while inside the labyrinth has helped give me the courage and strength to move through life without the paralyzing fear that I used to experience. Now I can have that same connection while I'm in, whether I'm in the labyrinth or outside of it. The energy that is created through the sacred geometry built into the labyrinth ensures that you are hearing information only from the highest positive sources. You can always trust it to give you clarity even when you are in emotional turmoil. I value it so highly that I lead labyrinth walks for the public and businesses. The Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris describes the labyrinth as a symbol of the divine feminine. The quality of peace within the individual and nation and the world comes from the divine feminine. In my January 7th show last year, Psychic Dwan Washington told us how critical it is that we connect with the new divine feminine energy that's coming into the world. We must balance out the masculine energies with the feminine. We see how important this is when we watch what's happening in the United States and throughout the world with increased fear, anger, and verbal and physical violence. Because we so desperately need this energy now, I'm facilitating the Am Awakening, embodying the divine feminine. This guided meditation will give you increased healing, intuition, and connection to spirit by opening 13 new channels or chakras in your back where the divine feminine energies reside. This energy is needed to bring balance and peace to you, the earth, and the world. Be among the first to receive the blessings of this meditation. Join us, relax, and experience wholeness. The Am Awakening will bring you more healing within your body, increased creativity, greater connection to your limitless higher self, increased intuition and improved healing of your heart, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual heart. We'll be at the Dallas Meditation Center in Richardson at 2 p.m. Saturday, August 19th. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area like Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, or Creativity as Self-Expression. For more information on the Divine Feminine, listen to my on-demand shows with Danielle Delsky on May 25th this year, Bob Hieronymus, August, October 13th, 2016, and Mary Hall, October 8th, 2015. Just go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to listen to those shows and register for my workshop. 
the um awakening. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Estelle Frankel, who will talk with us about the wisdom of not knowing. Last week's show with Ted Winslow broadened our understanding of sound healing. Ted invented his special sound healing music after 25 years of research. He layers his compositions to replicate and maximize the brain's natural healing process. With his music, you can balance your chakras, relax, meditate, increase your energy, clear your space of negative energies, and more. As you raise your vibration, you raise the vibration of everyone with whom you come in contact. The beauty is that as you heal yourself, you help heal the world. I appreciate Ted's offer to my listeners for a free download of his Amazon bestseller, Angelic Sound Healing. When I listen, I can feel the vibrations in my body. To listen to the show and get the details on how to download your gift Click on the episode link on this page. For more shows on this topic, listen to our March 10, 2016 show with Jill Matson and April 28, 2016 show with Sherry Edwards. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night, or when needing hope and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. In my 40s, I was so desperately sad that I began a search to discover a better way of living in the world. Therapy helped, but what really changed my life was an openness to the spiritual realm, to mystical experience, and to engaging with the unknown in faith and trust. That search has given me the best part of myself and my life, including this radio show. I started with what I knew best, 
books. I switched from fiction to self-help books in psychology, spirituality, Kabbalah, and Buddhism. I joined spiritual study groups and got to know myself better through astrology and yoga. I learned how to be quiet and get in touch with my body. Yoga gave me more emotional strength, connection with my inner wisdom, and self-confidence. By following what was in front of me and trusting that each step was what I needed, I worked on correcting my scoliosis. Despite what the medical profession said, I believed that there was something besides surgery that would help me. This led me to massage therapists, healers, chiropractors, acupuncturists, shamans, and sound color energy and vibration therapy. My scoliosis was a blessing because it kept me searching. It has been a cycle of letting go of fear and refilling with love and healing. Tarot, runes, and insight cards helped me develop my intuition and my trust in my own guidance. From within and from the spiritual realm, I began to develop a true relationship with myself and the positive spiritual forces in the universe. I began to see the miracles and wonders in nature and in life. I felt the beauty and joy of flowers, birds, the sunset, phases of the moon. No matter how challenging a life situation was, I knew I could count on Mother Nature to lift my spirits. I began to live in gratitude for all that I have instead of sadness for all that I didn't have. I started to paint healing a wound from childhood when I had been told that I couldn't paint, write creatively, or dance. One by one, I overrode my fears and followed my interests. I moved into the unknown and forced myself to face the blank canvas. I began with silk painting and watercolors, avoiding formal lessons. I chose water media because it was unpredictable. I allow the paints to flow, creating designs that are not of my doing. Something gets painted through me, emerging as realistic or abstract animals, people, and angels. Each piece is a miracle that helps me trust more in the unseen. I left my position at the school district as director of leadership develop and organizational health because the political climate was changing. I walked the labyrinth and went on labyrinth retreats to discover who I was outside of a job title. I joined a writing group. I had always wanted to write creatively and was tired of writing for professional journals. I wanted more freedom and to face the blank page without fear. We did a lot of impromptu writing where I forced myself to quickly write whatever came into my mind instead of laboring over every word and thought, editing as I went along and judging everything. The joy of writing began to emerge as I found my voice. I wrote fantasy pieces that predicted my future without my knowing it and helped me release fears and stuck emotions without trying. I have read many of those pieces on this show. Writing helped me face the blank page in life 
with more ease. I began dancing Argentine tango and learned how to trust myself to step into emptiness. Argentine tango is a spiritual dance. To dance it socially, you have to be ready at any second to go in any direction and to follow any lead. There is no way to know what your partner is going to do. In fact, if I try to predict a move, I always make a mistake. I learned to be present in every second and let go of my mind. The dance is a walking meditation that brings surprises and delight. Moving step by step into the unknown became fun. I learned to trust and understand my dreams. Somewhere along the way, I developed enough strength and courage to leave the marriage that was keeping me in sadness and ruining my mental, physical, and emotional health. In doing so, I walked into the biggest unknown in my life, which has led to my greatest joys. Our guest today, Estelle Frankel, has been on her own journey into the unknown. She is a practicing psychotherapist in Albany, California, an author, spiritual advisor, and popular public speaker. She teaches Jewish mysticism and meditation and offers workshops on the intersection of Kabbalah and depth psychology and mindfulness and positive psychology. She's the author of two award-winning books, Sacred Therapy, a groundbreaking book, and the intersection of Kabbalah and depth psychology and the wisdom of not knowing, discovering a life of wonder by embracing uncertainty. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In this time of increasing violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear, we must find a way to stay positive. Only like and follow the people who have positivity in the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook, friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Click on the ring to link to read about and register for my next workshop, The I'm Awakening, or to schedule one in your area. Go to Calendar Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Estelle Frankel, who will talk with us about the wisdom of not knowing. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, please call 888 888- Three four six nine one four one, or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And I hope you wrote down that you want to trust walking into the unknown. I'm so pleased to welcome Estelle Frankel, who will talk with us about the wisdom of not knowing. Estelle, welcome. It's good to have you on the show. Great to be here, Paula. Um, I was wondering if you would begin by telling us what inspired you to write this book. Um, it's an amazing book with so much wisdom and knowledge in it. And, but to put it together in the way that you have is unique. Well, because I'm both a psychotherapist and also an itinerant mystic and teacher of Kabbalah, I'm working with the unknown at several different octaves, you might say, using an analogy from music. And um, I, I, I was inspired both by my own personal struggles, but also from my work as a depth psychotherapist and a teacher of mysticism and basically Wherever I turn, I bump up against the unknown. My work um, as a healer involves helping people overcome their fears of the unknown and be able to expand their lives and discover unknown parts of themselves. And as a mystic and a, a student and teacher of Kabbalah, At the heart of the mystical teachings is the sense that reality is fundamentally a great mystery, that God is not just unknown, but unknowable, and that we can only approach the mystery when we are willing to suspend thoughts and thinking and reach for truth from a deeper place within the soul that's beyond words, beyond thought. But there was also a personal 
um, element to my fascination with the unknown because as a young woman, I was very adventurous and I left my home in California in the San Francisco Bay Area to go off to Israel. I was an avid hitchhiker. I was in it for the adventure and I was never afraid and life was magical and the path always seemed to open up before me. But then as I grew older and became a mother and a wife, I found myself getting more fearful of uncertainty. And I became a consummate worrier um, in the way that my mother had been before me. And I was starting to get very neurotic when faced with unknowns. And I really worked with myself to look at where this catastrophic thinking and where this fear came from. And writing this book is the fruit of a 10-year journey of my really struggling with and working with my own mind and trying to use spiritual and depth psychology teachings to understand why I and others struggle with not knowing. Uh, uh, can you just, I want to take a little side <laughs> stroll here for uh-huh. just a second. What is depth psychology? I have never heard that phrase before. Well, depth psychology draws on the insights of psychoanalytic thought and object relations, and it's really about working with the psyche and looking at not just the conscious mind, but the unconscious as well, what drives us. Okay. So it's it's just sort of a catchphrase for therapists that are really working. They're not psychoanalysts, but they're making use of those insights in their work. Okay, that's what I thought. I was sort of assuming it was like going deep into the unconscious, yeah. the, the depth. Okay, um, but I, I did want to clarify and not just assume. So the first mm-hmm. thing that struck me as you were talking is that probably the scariest thing of all is knowing our, truly knowing ourselves because we are so trained to be acceptable to society and to play certain roles. And if we, um, you know, to use art, if we color outside the lines or um, play a false note to use your musical analogies, it's we're judged and we don't want to not be liked. And so if we get to know ourselves, there could be something in there that other people don't like or value or want us to express. Yeah, it's it's true. And people will try to keep us in the box of who we've always been and don't allow us to grow and expand and become and manifest our infinite potential. And the soul is a chip off the divine block. And if God is infinite, then we are infinite. And we want to keep growing into that infinite self that we are. So we have to resist that uh, need for approval sometimes or the need to make other people feel comfortable by being who they need us to be rather than who we are becoming. And I like that word becoming, it's not just who we are, but who are we becoming? 
in that moment-to-moment. Yes, because it's never finished. We are always a work in progress. Right. And the known is something we often cling to because it makes us feel secure. And uncertainty, um, being undefined, can be frightening if you're not skilled at the wisdom of not knowing. So people... People will just go back to their familiar patterns because it reassures them that they know who they are rather than rest in the mystery of I don't know who I am and I am becoming and that's beautiful and exciting. Yes, and and it's resting in the false belief that I know who I am or we know who we are because most of us uh, by our 20s are who other people want us to be and have helped form us to be that and to believe that that's who we are. Right, and even if we think we've been rebels and self-defining who who I was in my 20s is not who I am today. And, uh, you know, when I was in my early 20s, I was living in Israel, and I thought I knew God, and I found a path to God. But if I look back, my consciousness has evolved enormously since then, and, you know, I thought I knew. Now I know I don't know. <laughs> And and that's the best place to be, isn't it? <laughs> if if you don't know, then you're always going to be delighted and surprised, and learning and discovering and curious. So, and, and, uh, yeah. Well, Go and ahead. open to miracles that we couldn't predict. Um, right. You know, we're a lot of us are into manifestation, but. For me, some of the most wonderful things have come out of nowhere, like this radio show that I never expected or anticipated. Um, Some of my greatest delights have been total surprises. Yeah, you are are the poster child for the wisdom of not knowing. You really (laughs) trust, you really trust in the not, in the unknown, and it sounds like the unknown has been your muse and guided you. And it's absolutely true that if we don't know, life surprises us, miracles happen. But, you know, sometimes the, no, the, the desire for certainty will cause us to expect disappointment um, and to predict the future based on the past, which is like, driving down the road, only looking in the rear view mirror rather than just being open to the road ahead that's unknown. Exactly, and I spent an awful lot of years, a lot of awful years being in in that place, and it was really out of desperation. Um, I just knew there had to be a better way to live that I began to explore the unknown. And it it is scary, and I often make the analogy about my own life and, and to my clients, which I know you resonate with, and that's walking in the desert where you're yeah. just in this emptiness and what worked before 
was slavery and no longer works, but you're not at the promised land yet. Right. Yeah, in the biblical narrative, the um, the journey from enslavement in Egypt to freedom and the promised land, it's a long journey, and it, it's really a story about each of our lives, about how we learn to trust in God, how we learn to live a life where we're attuned and listening to the soul to guide us rather than our fears. You know, Egypt, that place of slavery, a slave wakes up and doesn't have freedom there. It's being, um, you know, constrained and held to patterns that are known and repetitive. And in, in the wilderness, each day is an adventure and you don't know what's going to happen. And you're eating mana from heaven. There's a miraculousness. You do get taken care of, but you don't know for certain what's going to happen. And that's where freedom lies. It, it Freedom lies in the uncertainty. In being able to bear uncertainty without terror and anxiety. And for most people, our, our brains are wired by evolution to seek certainty, to be in the know, because from an evolutionary standpoint, not knowing often spelled mortal danger. So we have to work with our uh, neurology to overcome the certainty bias. And some people are by nature more adventurous than others. But we all have some instinct of self-preservation that will keep us in the known. And then we have an adventurous side that, you know, varies from person to person. And, and it's often the known is dysfunctional and painful, but somehow mm-hmm. we choose to stay there instead of facing right. the unknown. Right. That's where people often come to therapy is because they're stuck in an unhappy marriage or unhappy life circumstance, but they don't have the courage to leave because as bad as it is, it's familiar. So you, when you get up the courage to pack up and leave as you did in your life, then you have to wander in the desert of uncertainty and each day uh, ground yourself in a deeper faith, and it's in a sense a faith in the unseen and unknown and unknowable mystery that is unfolding. Uh, it, it definitely is, and it's also can be a place of great wonderment um, and mm-hmm. awe if yes. one sort of turns the kaleidoscope and sees it differently what surprises are in store for me today good surprises right, <laughs> right. you know the, the Baal Shem Tov who was one of the great um, masters of uh, the Jewish mystical tradition he was the founder of uh, the sect of Hasidism and he said that each of the human emotions has a sublime counterpart. So when you're working with fear, 
the sublime counterpart, as you point out, is awe, awe and wonder and astonishment. And so what we need to do when fear arises and we feel it in our bodies, we have butterflies in our stomach, and it, it feels like anxiety, you could also see it as excitement. And excitement has the exact same physiology. And uh, you can raise up uh, the fallen emotion of fear to a place of um, awe before the majesty and grandeur of existence. How beautiful. Um, Let's pick this up after the break because it reminded me of what I've I've been told is an inaccurate translation from uh, the biblical text of the word fear, which actually, fear of God, which should be translated more accurately, is awe of God. And so I think um, that would be a fun place uh, for us to pick up after the break. Okay, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all of our shows and the, and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears in your unconscious and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom. Wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that we're talking about and, and that Robert Moss described as between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how you're going to develop joy within the unknown. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Estelle Frankel, who will talk with us more about the wisdom of not knowing. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas. 
at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down how you're going to develop joy in moving into the unknown. And I'm so glad we're here talking with Estelle Frankel about the wisdom of not knowing. Estelle, talk with us about this, how we got lost somewhere in thinking that awe of God is fear of God. Well, um, well, the, like the same musical analogy of different octaves, fear is part of a part of how we are wired. It's how we stay safe when something is frightening. We have a fear response, and we do what we need to do to stay safe. That's a very low octave. Animals have fear. It's instinctive. But as you move up uh, to the higher octaves, you reach for awe. And in states of awe, you sense the grandeur. You sense how small you are. And, you know, it, it feels like fear, but it's a higher fear that merges with love. And often fear and love are seen as opposites. Um, but when when it's awe, when it's this higher fear, it merges with love, with a sense of when people, like you can do awe therapy, take people to places in nature where they experience the vastness, and you'll see a lightening of depression afterwards. People will feel like they belong to the universe, that they're not alone. So it, it's an interesting paradox. You feel your smallness, and in that experience of deep humility that awe engenders, um, there's also a healing. We find our place in, in the scheme of things. How beautifully said, and somehow this is connecting for me, this idea of good and evil, and I know that with, I know therapists are seeing, their practices are exploding with phone calls because people's levels of anxiety and fear Mm -hmm. with the uncertainty with Trump's policies and all of the violence in the world. So what advice do you have for us? Well, I mean, that's a big big question, and I don't know the answer, just that you're not alone if you're feeling anxiety about the amount of uncertainty. But one of the ways I work with it is to take the long view. Right now, I don't understand what's happening, but... God has strange ways of working over the 
decades and centuries and millennium to bring about the awakening of consciousness. So even when bad things happen, and they are happening every day, so much beauty is also being unleashed by the evil. Um, you see people's hearts opening up and people reaching across uh, lines of class and gender and religion to love one another and help one another. So sometimes there's a darkness before the dawn. And throughout at least Jewish history, we've seen that cataclysmic events have given rise to rebirth and renewal. So maybe this is one of those stages in history that, it, you know, we, we need to wake up as a planet. We need to awaken to our divine nature. And there's a darkness right now. There's an eclipse of the light. And, you know, and, some and, people are, some, uh, go ahead. No, uh, well, I was going to say that I think that sometimes in order to, sometimes we need something that's frightening uh, to happen in order to bring up the darkness within us and our fears mm-hmm. that we bury. Because mm-hmm. I think that 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 the um, shift that people talk about into a higher consciousness, and that you are alluding to, comes as each of us raises our own vibration by releasing our own fears and worries and um, dark thoughts, and right. and that that it that it's then in that collective raise in energy that we can bring in more love and a higher consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't want to say that there's not also a value to fear. Fear is also part of awakening and fear motivates us to do things. And, uh, there are scary things happening and then we have to, use our fear to find the most skillful um, actions we can take to both protect ourselves and to help the world. But we don't want to get stuck in debilitating anxiety because we're no good for anybody then. Uh, I I think that's a a really good point. And can using myth and biblical stories help us to... Uh, be more hopeful to see the good. Well, I think a good story, especially when it's a universal story, can help us understand ourselves. We can find ourselves in the story and through the story. And a lot of uh, biblical tales and ancient myths contain deep truths that are true for every human being. And that's the way I try to unpack biblical myths. And um, for those who have an affinity to, you know, reading the Bible, um, I give them a way to use those stories personally. I I think that's beautiful, and I think they can be inspirational, too, because we all have struggles. Um, Every person, we tend to look at 
people who we only know a small piece about and idealize them and think that they're more than they are, that they don't have struggles, right. whereas right. we we all do. Right, and that's why I write in the beginning of my book, in the preface, I confess I'm not a master at this. This is something I struggle with, and because... I struggle with it. I have some tools that I can share, but I definitely, I'm, I'm as fearful of the unknown as any of your listeners might be. I just know that that's my growing edge, and I lean into the fear rather than avoid it. And, and that's really what courage is. It's not fearlessness. It's the willingness to take the next step in our lives despite the fact that we're scared. I think that's beautifully said and so important because it's not necessarily jumping into the deep end where you might drown, but it's taking the next step and feeling the ground under you that, oh, I am safe. There's no quicksand here. Let me try the next step. Right. Right. And there's a beautiful line from the poet. Antonio Machado, where he says that the road is made by walking and that we're all wanderers and we don't see the path ahead when we're stepping into the unknown, but each step creates ground and then we may not see the next step, but as we take it in faith, ground forms underneath us. And this is a really important metaphor um, that I develop um, in relation to bi- the biblical story of Abraham and his journey of leaving the known world he lived in, leaving it all behind and crossing the Jordan into the land of Canaan, that it was really the faith journey into the unknown, and that each step on the journey revealed the ground that he needed. I, and I think that's beautiful. And I, I, I don't know why, but this came into my mind. My children brought me, bought me a bracelet for Mother's Day a couple years ago with um, black from the Dead Sea to remind mm-hmm. us <laughs> that um, in, even in the darkest moments uh, that there's mm-hmm. hope. And white from the Himalayas to remind us that even when we're on top of the world, when everything's wonderful, to be humble. That's beautiful. So those are, the Dead Sea is the lowest place on earth and the Himalayas have the highest place on earth. And, you know. That's, exactly. That's sort of, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So equanimity is the ability to maintain faith um, in, in the midst of the highs and the lows, the good things that happen and the seemingly bad things that happen. And I would say that since Trump's election, I've really had to work on my meditation practice and just finding my equanimity so that I'm not bouncing off the walls from day to day based on the news. And, and I think, you know, the, the news is trying to do a good job of reporting, but they, they also sensationalize and they 
appeal to our fear and stir our fears to get us to watch. And we can lose our equanimity if we get too carried away with the news. Exactly. Only enough to um, be informed, but not so much that you're on overwhelm. Yeah, and not to buy into some of the exaggeration that goes on. Like sometimes before a storm, they will scare the daylights out of us. And, you know, then the storm comes and goes and it's not as bad as they said. Now, that said, it, you you live in uh, Texas and I know Texas has been battered by some bad storms. So sometimes they underestimate. But uh, overall, I do think that there is an appeal to the, the fear the fear chakras rather than our higher chakras. Uh, exactly. And we can prepare, and but there are some things we can't control. And so all we can do is what we can do. And then to uh, move into trust and, and faith that what needs to happen will and that we are always safe regardless of what happens, which is kind of a, um, a challenging concept, I think. But if we know we're loved, we can move into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, safety is, a, you know, we all have a need for safety, and sometimes there are real dangers. But what we can work with are, are imaginary dangers, which um, is our, our anxiety creates imaginary dangers by projecting into the future rather than being in the present moment. So we find safety and calm and equanimity when we're in the present moment in our bodies, breathing, uh, aware, and open-minded. And, um, and, but, and, yeah. Well, I was going to say, and that's a beautiful place for us to close and for me to thank you before I close with my audience for being on the show and sharing your journey because that's what makes it real and authentic and meaningful is um, the journey. So thank you yeah. so much, Estelle. And thank you, Paula, for having me on your show. You're welcome. Blessings. And I'd like to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please visit Estelle at EstelleFrankel.com for more information. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook and purchase her new book and to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, or remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, or Finding Silver Linings. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the 
the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blocks and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Then register for the I'm Awakening workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my meetup group. Please join us next Thursday right here when Barbara Jaffe will talk with us about learning to be good enough. August 24th when Shira Gura will discuss getting unstuck. And August 31st when Jason Gregory will return to discuss his new book, Fasting the Mind. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then... Have a positive week.